0: This podcast is sponsored by Vicon, the Academy Award-winning developer of motion capture products and services for the life sciences, entertainment, and engineering industries. Vicon provides cutting-edge hardware and software with industry-leading accuracy. Shogun, Vicon's visual effects software developed specifically for the VFX community, captures performances effortlessly in real-time and delivers robust, accurate, reliable data. Find out more at www.vicon.com. Hi, my name is Victoria Atkin, and you're listening to the Performance Capture Podcast. I'm very excited today. We have a lady that is kick-ass on this show, and I am going to not wait any longer for her to introduce herself, where she grew up, and her professional
1: title, which is always a fun one. Mm. Hello, I'm Amelia Rose Blair, and I grew up in Los Angeles, California. Wow, but you're was, a real Cali girl. Yes, but I was born in New York City, so I got to make that distinction. And I would uh, describe myself as one who gets to play in imaginary worlds for a living. Um, I'm an actor, I'm a streamer, and a producer.
0: Wow, fantastic. This is great. At streaming, we don't have a streamer on here so far, so I, I want to talk to you more about that, which I've heard great things about what you do streaming. Yeah, but, it's, uh, it's uh, a lot of fun. Can you explain to um, people that may not know what a streamer is a little bit more about that?
1: Yes, yeah, so I stream on Twitch with my husband, Brian Deckart, and Twitch is a live streaming service where you can play games. Um, you can also do different types of in-real-life um Streams, but basically, it's a way for you to connect with a community and play together. Great, live. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's a in real life stream? Is that just you guys doing stuff at home? And yeah, like this morning, we did a, a what we call a curiosity chill, where we learn about D anD D Dungeons oh, wow. and Dragons. Yeah. Um, other times we host concert streams, so it really depends on what we're in the mood for. I love that, and that's really really cool. And and what's your Twitch uh, streaming following right now? <laughs> oh man. Uh, I think we just crossed over 280,000. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, thank That's amazing. You. That's so
0: impressive. Yeah. You guys are a dream team anyway. I love, <laughs> thank you. I love seeing your posts and things on social media. So go follow these guys on Twitch, but we'll talk about that later in as well. So um, I always ask everybody on this, how would you best describe what performance capture is? And just before that, let's talk about what you did um the big performance capture thing that you've done. Have you done any other
1: games? Yeah, so I've gotten to do performance capture on two projects. My very first was with Remedy Entertainment working on their Xbox game Quantum Break. Okay. And then I did, most recently, Detroit Become Human uh, with Quantic Dream. (laughs) Which we'll definitely talk about. But before we do that, I've got to ask you, how would you best describe
0: what performance capture is? It's a huge subject. Everybody's confused about it. So what, how would you describe what it is?
1: Okay, so I was thinking about this a lot because I wanted to come up with a more uh, personable way of describing <laughs> it. And I would say it's a really magical combination of computer science and imagination. Great. I like that into one into a cake or something yeah. she 's doing
0: some great hand actions right now, which nobody <laughs> can see, but I love them um, great, cool. I like that explanation that 's everybody 's one is different from their different backgrounds, so that 's great and we got into it a minute ago, but how did you first discover performance capture? How did you get into it your first
1: gig? You mentioned the title of it, but how did that come to you i um, I was offered a role in uh, Quantum Break, which is the game that came out, Sean. Ashmore was the lead of it, and it's all about freezing time and being able to manipulate time. And I did not know what performance capture was or what I was going to be stepping into. So it was a really mind-blowing experience. Um, my first uh, it, my first day on a performance capture set when they put the <laughs> the suit on, and I had this huge headpiece. I was like, what have I gotten myself into? Because it's really... It's different from being on a film or a TV set because you don't have an actual set like you do in a, on film and TV to inform the character. Your costume is very specific um, <laughs> and it really forces you to just dive deep into your imagination. Mm-hmm.
0: And so did you audition? You didn't audition. You literally got offered this.
1: Did you know these people on this or had mm-hmm. you done directed by them before? Or? No, I think it was um, they had seen my... Uh, my role that I, I played Willa Burrell in uh, True Blood, so I played a vampire, oh. and a big piece of that character was activism. Okay, um, so I think that's what influenced me getting cast as Amy. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. And um, so I
0: want—I I wish I was going to take a tangent on this. You did TV and film before you did Performance Capture. Yes. And did
1: you go to drama school? How did you start? I did, yes. So I grew up here in L.A., so obviously creative acting was always in my uh, wheelhouse. But I started to study at the Stanford Meisner Center when I was in high school. And then I decided that I wanted to go to New York City because that's where all the real actors go. (laughs) So I went off to New York and I studied at the Atlantic Theatre Company Conservatory out there for about two and a half years, and then I came back to Los Angeles and started the grind of film and TV, and slowly but surely, I built up a a resume and yeah. got to play many really wild and <laughs> funky characters. <laughs> What's your favorite character that you've ever played? Mm. You know... True Blood was definitely yeah. a very a special experience because I had been a fan of that show from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And to get to play a vampire
0: it's yeah. like ultimate fantasy come to life. <laughs> That's amazing. So what is your favorite thing about motion capture? What would you say sets it apart? Why do you love getting in the suit and doing this now?
1: Hmm. What I find... most exciting about performance capture is actually getting to see the final product Mm -hmm. because it's so amazing to get to see all of the different things that have happened to your performance to make it what the final product ends up being Um, because you know when you're in the when you're on the stage there's really nothing so to see what they're able to create and the world that they create so real um, is really, really fascinating.
0: Yeah, and tell everybody listening, because Detroit Become Human, if you haven't played this game, you've got to get out there and, and find it. <laughs> it is, you know, I did Performance Capture with Assassin's Creed, and, and I feel like this is the next leap in Performance Capture, where it can really go, and the storytelling with Detroit Becoming Human is so realistic and so just incredible. And you guys actually look like yeah. the
1: characters they did they do a facial scan on that? they did they did yeah. a facial scan um, and we did the full performance capture with all of the the markers on your mm-hmm. face and uh, the voice as well and the um also the, you know, the body <laughs> the she's, full she's tripping. doing some like <laughs> dragon-esque Cool monster thing going the full on. The thing,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, more, actually, more like a wizard um, with like arms. Uh, but uh, yes. So, just explain what Detroit becoming human is. Like the the
1: story of it. Detroit Become human is set in twenty thirty eight in Detroit, and androids have um, become a big, integral part of our society. They do all of the jobs that most people might not want to do, um, but they have become a real. Bedrock of society, and they have started to deviate. Um, so there's three main characters that you can play as. There's what my husband plays, uh, Brian. He plays Connor, who is the deviant hunter. He is an android who's been programmed to hunt these deviants. And you can also play as Kara, who is a housekeeping android who is um, tasked to take care of this little girl. And she ends up deviating and running away with this little girl to save her life. And then you can also play as Marcus, who is a revolutionary leader leading the Deviants. Um, so it's a really fascinating human story that really just pulls on your heartstrings and, and forces you to feel very deeply and strongly.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. And, and when the gamers are playing with that, that closely with you guys um, on a day-to-day basis, we were talking before about how uh, TV and film, you know, it's over once you've watched the episode or you, or the season and it's done. Yeah. But with a game, you're there for hours. Everybody's in your headset, so
1: close proximity, the voices and the screen and you're in, you just get immersed in these worlds. Exactly. And especially on Detroit, which is a, a, a bending narrative, there are so many different permeations of how the story can go. So you get really attached to these characters because you can see them Die or succeed, or um, deviate, or become, as, or remain a machine. So there is so many different different things that these can, that can happen with these characters that you go on the journey taking them there. Yeah, in.
0: it's it's oh, it's so exciting, and so. Um, this may be Detroit Become Human, it may be your other game, but tell us about an experience, specific experience, that you enjoyed on the motion capture stage. Was there something funny that happened whilst
1: you I mean, you did you meet Brian on this this game? No, Brian and I did not meet on okay. this game. We actually had met uh, seven years before. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he got cast as Connor way before I got to be part of the game as well. Um, so we got to work together so nice. on the performance capture stage, which was... I mean, yeah, that's unreal. a dream come true to work with your partner. and and yes. Well, some people would say it's. Well, I I mean, that's how we met, was, yeah. was on set. Yeah. Um, so, so you so, knew each other seven years before, and then you reconnected, and... No, we had been dating. Oh, you had? Okay, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were, about that. We, were t- we were together. I'm and... getting into a real girly <laughs> chat now. It's going completely off topic, but I love it. Yeah, actually, a couple, uh, like a week after we filmed and, and uh, wrapped on the project, he proposed. Oh, so. my goodness, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then I've seen all your wedding pictures on social media. Anyway... <laughs> Let's get back
0: to this. So it wasn't meeting Brian on this project, but working with him was obviously a highlight. But is there anything specific that happened? Um, we had somebody on him before. Uh, Gerardo, uh, he put the dots on. He's a technician and he put the dots on Jude Law's face on one of his first ever days working in performance capture. So that was his his story and baptism of fire.
1: But is anything... I think that, uh, the funniest moment... Um, So I play these two androids um, who work at a sex club and they have fallen in love with each other and are trying to escape. And so Connor comes in and is trying to hunt them and track them before they can escape. And... um, (laughs) <laughs> and depending on how you choose to play no, i was gonna say wait we, let's, let's keep this pg we can either get away or not and if we don't then there is a, a scene where one of my characters is being faced with the head of her love and i had to do that entire scene with a basketball Oh, yes. so, so that was romantic. <laughs> <laughs> it was very romantic. It was an. Did awesome you put a face
0: on it like uh, no. Tom Hanks does in Castaway?
1: <laughs> no, uh, Brian was actually holding up the basketball and had like a. At least you had Brian holding it. Yeah, but it was down <laughs> over his face, <laughs> right over his face. <laughs> um Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, <laughs> imagination, you know. You yeah, we to, were
0: talking about that. I had to, I had to wear the goggles instead of the headpiece for a performance capture thing, and it's just, it's not romantic. We had to do a, a stage kiss, and it's just, <laughs> no. you just want to get it over with. But yeah, yeah the basketball thing—it's <laughs> really romantic.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, it, you know, you can't take yourself too seriously. Yeah,
0: especially because you're wearing a lycra suit at the time, and you've probably got dots all over your face. Oh yeah, everybody's watching you. Yeah, talk to your basketball uh-huh. love.
1: Yes all of the cameras all all of the many 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 cameras on the
0: wall <laughs> that's amazing um so you know we've talked about all these things today um you're an actress in TV and film and uh what advice would you give to other people listening that want to get into a similar field of performance capture how would you go about it we've talked to some of the other actresses that we've had on here and actors we've talked about theatrical agents and voiceover agents do you have do you have both of those or
1: yeah, I am I think we're actually with the same... Oh, we're yeah. both with Dean? Dean, yes. Ooh, Mr. Panaro. Yes, Mr. Yes. Panaro. He's, He's great. Wonderful. Um, I think that their industry is in an interesting place right now where mm-hmm. performance capture is falling somewhere in between theatrical representation and voiceover representation. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really sure where that's going to land. But I would say the most important thing that would be to... Continue to study and continue to work on your craft um, because at the end of the day, it's all the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just what environment are you doing it in? Um, and to remember to have fun because the, when you're having fun, then people are having fun watching you and that's what's engaging. Um, and also, oh, I would say to reach out to um, like indie, indie game developers and... Mm-hmm. Um, are student developers and see if you can get your foot in the door that way. That's a really great piece of advice. We haven't we haven't had that and
0: and yeah the network of people now. Obviously we have um, E three every year as well yeah. and um, which uh, you should exp- you explain what E three is because I feel like
1: I <laughs> <laughs> E three is a massive convention uh, that takes place downtown Los Angeles every year. Yeah and. Um, it's uh, it's like a playground
0: for gamers. <laughs> yeah, everybody goes there. There's parties, and mainly it's the developers showing off their new games for the next year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, E3's but they have a great...
1: Indiecade, and so that's a really good resource, I think, for to meet new developers. Oh, I didn't know anything about that. What's yeah. what that? It's the indie section
0: of oh, E3. E3. Oh mm-hmm. wow! Okay, good. It's called Indiecade. Okay, but I like it that. Out. I will check it out this year. Um, so okay, good. Um, how can we find you? How can we find you on Twitch, on
1: Twitter, on Instagram? Um, I am in all those, so you can find me on Instagram, Amelia underscore Rose underscore Blair. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's too many names. And then on <clears throat> on Twitter, Amelia R. Blair, and then I stream on Twitch on twitch.tv slash Brian Deckard.
0: I'm going to have to get over to Twitch and, and check you guys out. I've not jumped on the Twitch bandwagon yet, but I'm hearing yes, that it's come. amazing. It's so much fun. I it know. really is. And
1: we have such an incredible community. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you know, you think of before I even knew anything about Twitch, my idea of what gamers were or what <laughs> streaming, it just seemed so scary, you know, to put yourself out there. But we have all created such a positive, supportive community. Um, and it's a really special place to be. It feels like a safe haven.
0: Yeah, that's so exciting. Well, we have something to give to you from our sponsors today.
1: Oh. A little um, a little
0: present from the people at Vicon. Oh. So you get these lovely shades. Ooh. These are for you. Ooh, so shiny. And, and, uh, and a nice T-shirt from Vicon to celebrate their Ooh. anniversary. And a very nice notepad for you. I needed one. Yeah, there you go. So thank, thank you, you very much, Vicon, for that free gifts. And we're gonna be doing some social and we're gonna be doing some social media giveaways, so maybe you can help us to uh, support that and choose a winner when we air your episode. Definitely. It <laughs> sounds like fun. Thank you. Okay, good. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We are so thrilled to have another female performance capture lady on this show and uh, somebody of your caliber and personal human kindness, Um, I'm very happy to have you here.
1: I feel the same way.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks. This recording was done by Formosa Interactive, a full-service post-production sound company. Among its many divisions, Formosa Group as a whole offers independent and AAA content creators end-to-end services, including voiceover, sound supervision, sound design, editorial, mixing and music for gaming, film, broadcast, and other platforms. Visit www.formosagroup.com for more information.